Bertha Charuma on SAFM. And this part of the show, yes, I know, it's the last part of the show, the last um, uh, almost, what, 20 minutes? 23 minutes to be precise, because, um, you know, we're talking about hashtag Legal Monday. Defamation of character. We often hear the word defamation. Uh, do not always understand what it means. What, what it mean, you know, basically the meaning of it. Generally, defamation relates to some form of negative remark published by someone. But I think I'm going to have to, to, to leave this particular uh, definition, explanation, illustration to our guest. I've got Ian Alice, a criminal lawyer, joining us online. Good evening and welcome to The Viewpoint. Good evening, Bertha. Good evening to the viewer, to the listeners. I hope you're doing well. We're doing perfectly fine. Defamation of character. I can Google and find the meaning, but sometimes we just need to break it down in a sense that we fully understand. When someone says, I'm going to sue you for defamation of character, you must know exactly what they mean. What is okay. it and what does it mean? Let's put it down to a simple layman's perspective, and that is a negative or derogatory comment that is made with, uh, by one person against the other in the public realm. So basically, me sitting and having an argument with my wife does not constitute, def and, us, and, and us looking each other does not go ahead and constitute defamation of character. Me going off and in the middle of a crowded setting going ahead and making accusations that are negative, that will go ahead and constitute defamation. And then it is on that person to go ahead and prove why it's not defamation. Mm. So, so basically, yes, it's got, but it's got to be in the, in the realm where it's heard by other people. It's utterances or statements or even written letters or comments. Tweets of, for example, um, to be defamatory in their nature. Um, postings on, face, uh, on Facebook or on Instagram, social media allegations can be regarded as, defa as defamatory, defamatory as they publish in the public in the public realm. That is what it needs to be. It needs to be that everybody, that other people have an indication of the comments or the statements that are made. And I know we like to throw that that you know that statement quite quite a lot. Now, what what does a defamed person need to prove in court? Well, number first thing is that they that they that they suffered an injury to their reputation. Um, so, at the end of the day, say for example, you call somebody a crook or a criminal, is one of the things is that you've got to show that it's their reputation has been, um, as, as the person's got to show that their reputation's been injured because they are not in that line. Like, for example, at this present moment, there's a lot of things that are going ahead and being said about double vesta and, and that, and, and, and the people affiliated on that one. Certain of those might be defamatory. Some of them are not actually defamatory. To sit and call the man a killer or a criminal is not actually defamatory because he's been found guilty. He can't allege that's defamatory. But 
to go ahead and say someone is a criminal and a crook and that they are guilty before they've been found guilty, for instance, that could be defamatory. Mm. Now, I'm going to give a, a, a an interesting perspective here or a little bit of maybe an example and then maybe you can tell me whether it's defamation or not. So let's say, for, for, for example, we have a person, uh, a person number one, who goes and reports to the police, yeah, that so-and-so has threatened to kill me, but has no evidence, written or recorded, has no evidence. And the person that they are accusing gets the wind of it, only to find out they have a police order that says you must not be within certain parameters to this person who has reported you. And they are actually surprised that this particular individual went to report this information. Can they report it, which is number two, then mm-hmm. claim a case of defamation to case one, to, to person yes. one? Mm-hmm. Yes, they can because it's been made public in the, in the realm of the police. And they published a deliberately false statement, if it is indeed false. But say, for example, there's a there's a restraining order, a protection order against them, where they said that there's threats. Now that in itself might not be defamatory. So from that point of view, you've actually created a very difficult conundrum because it can and it can't be in terms of that scenario. If there's no restraining order, then and we take out the restraining order, then it can be deemed as defamatory because it's a false allegation, allegation that they said to the police. But if there is evidence to the contrary where there are, for example, orders, no, and there's already a court order to that effect, then it might be then it then it's then it's different. It might not be defamatory, but then the person's got to prove that they haven't done such done such an action, and that's in terms of a separate order. So, if you take up the the biggest thing is if there's an intervening order, if one could say, to go ahead and put a, put a, and put a a spanner in the work. Mm-hmm. Quite interesting. So. What remedies are available to a defamed person? The primary remedy is a civil remedy, um, which is quite common where you basically, and this has been dealt with quite a few times in media publications, where parties have sued certain media publications in the past for, for for defamatory comments, and there's also retractions and things like that. But then it's mainly a monetary-related relief because you actually insinuate someone something against their, their character. But what has also become um, a bit more pronounced, especially at this present moment with sensitivities, is the issue of criminaluria, which is the criminal version of a defamation of character, which a lot of people have seen, have seen and have been and has been dealt with in the criminal courts, in particular relating to racial allegations that are made between parties, and that's become quite common. That that becomes part of a criminal um as it's a human when it becomes 
um, either a gender-based, a gender-based violent matter, a racial matter, a sexual orientation discrimination matter. That's where suddenly criminenuria, which is a criminal version of defamation of character where a statement is actually made. But it, it, it's basically it's a statement of an insult rather than just simply an allegation of impropriety. Okay, so I've got a, 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 what you call it, it's a WhatsApp that's been sent through. It says, Bertha, whose burden is it to prove defamation? It's the person who's actually saying that they were defamed. They're the ones who have to prove that they were defamed, and there's a lot of other aspects. They have to prove that they suffered a blow to their reputation, their self-esteem, that they suffered loss, that they've been a negative impact on their lives because of the comments that were made. Mm. Let's, you know, social media has has just brought about complexities in so many different aspects. I, I suppose when you type, right? Whether it's it's let's let's take for instance on um, X space, you can you can type. I suppose if it's written, it's easy to follow through because it's evidence that's written. It's on it's on black and white, and in an instance, let's say. I post something on TikTok, but when I post this thing, I am defaming someone and they come back. How easy is it to, to actually decode? Because it can become very complicated. Maybe I have not exactly mentioned the name, but I have insinuated an activity that somebody else performed that the, you know, the whole world knows that actually Bertha has got a case that's going in this regard. It has not been proven, and someone posts something insinuating, you know, guilty as charged, whatever it is. Can I then sue someone for defamation? Yes, yes, you can. But the thing is, there's a couple of aspects. Number one, you have to be able to show, especially with an insinuation, that it is directed at you. That because the thing with the thing with defamation means it's specifically defaming one's character. So the the difficulty sometimes with that will be you need to be able to prove that it is you that the person is actually insinuating and that it's known within the public realm. Is if it's you and your friend having a Twitter argument and nobody within the real public realm can understand who's who in that zoo. There's no real case on that one unless it's between the parties who specifically know each other or others that know those two parties. But what it must be, for, for you to go on something like that, especially on an insinuation, it must be, the, the person suing must show uh, and bears the burden of showing that they are the ones who have actually been defamed and it wasn't aimed at somebody else. Mm. Uh, some example of those type of things are parodies and skits where sometimes they're taken a little too far, and that's when they become defamatory. Sure. Let me go to another, uh, maybe let me just take a break. When we come back from the break, I've got a WhatsApp uh, that we'll go into. It is um, almost, what, 12 minutes just before 10. I know I'm enjoying the conversation because I've got so many questions, but I also need to allow uh, our listeners to ask um, if they would like to. And the lines are open to 086-000-2032, or you can send a voice note, 0614-104-107, or you can just rather type uh, whatever it is that you want to ask. And I am speaking to Ian Alice, a uh, criminal lawyer with me, talking about uh, defamation. When we get back, we continue. Know your right.
And I do have my guest, that's Ian Ellis, a criminal lawyer. Um, Ian, welcome back. So I've got a WhatsApp here that says, what about if a defamatory statement is made and the defamer is sued successfully, but later on that allegations prove to be true, so can the sued person then counterclaim for the loss uh, suffered? Oh, let me put it in this way. It's a little bit, it's, it's, it's a bit of a double jeopardy aspect on that one, but the proceedings are different to, to, criminal, to criminal proceedings. So if a person is found to be liable, and then later on it's revealed that it was an actual fact, a true statement that they published, yes, they're going to have to go and try to reclaim their money. They can sue them. But the likelihood that they're going to be successful, but there's also the risk later on for both sides that the match is prescribed if it's more than three years since the cause of action arose. So there's a lot more complexity in that. It's not actually just a simple one of you were proved right or you entitled to your money back. Um, it might actually be out of time, and in that way, you, you might have a problem with other aspects of, of what you might hear in the movies of the statute of limitations, or in our case, it's prescription. Mm. Okay, let's go to Funny in Cape Town. Good evening, and welcome to The Viewpoint, Funny. Okay, we'll give uh, Funny just a second or two. Uh, coming back to you, Ian, um, so what defenses are available against a claim of defamation? That number one, that was not made by you. Number two, it's a uh, true comment. Number three, it's in public interest that that, that that comment was in actual fact made and alleged. So uh, so most of it actually relates to the fact that the comment that was published wasn't actually defamatory, but was actually true in its nature. Mm. That's your primary defense. Okay. So in a case where I win a case, um, my the person that defamed me, uh, in terms of uh, prosecution, what are we looking at? Roughly, well, that's that's a, that's a civil matter, and that's on a case by case basis. It's like basically, what are you worth? The, the thing with defamation, and this is why a lot of people are often loath, especially attorneys, are loath to take on these type of matters. Is what's a person's reputation really? really worth it in ransom sense because it also depends on their standing in the community, um, the nature, the severity of what the defamatory comments in actual fact were, the impact that it's actually had in their life. In their life. So you, it could be anything, and that's, the, and, that's the, and that's the whole thing. I've seen people, some walk off with, with hundreds of thousands of rands, others walk off with, with, with a thousand rands. It all is just what it's worth and the extent and what damage was actually caused. Mm. Let's try Fanny again. Fanny, good evening. Welcome to The Viewpoint. Good evening and how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Go ahead. I'm, I'm very well, thank you. Uh, firstly, I just want to thank you for such an informative uh, program because normally we will talk about I'll sue you for deformation but not knowing the real elements, what what the uh, deformation actually entails, but uh, listening to this program is now giving uh, light. You, you know, for, for my case, um, I work for this ex company in the finance department. My ex calls the company, 
then uh, she says, I am corrupt, um, I need to be fired, and for the fact that uh, I earn a, earn a lot of money, I bribe the judges, and that's why I, I win cases. So I was actually informed by my HR who actually called me to tell me about this uh, incident, and um, she's actually written a, 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 testi- a testimony. So now I was just wanting to ask if I've got any substance that I I can now start um, a case of defamation. Um, Fani, if I can just say, you see, it's a very difficult predicament that I'm being placed in on this one because obviously I don't know the merits of your case. Okay. I'm not actually allowed to give actual physical legal advice to a person on a case because I actually don't know it. Ethically, I'm not allowed to. Okay. The, the first thing I would actually say in that is to formally consult with an attorney. Okay. Present all the facts to that uh, to that attorney, irrespective of who you go to. And from that point, then they can actually advise you fully on all the aspects of your case and where your strong points are and your or where your and where your pitfalls are. So, uh, so instead of just going and shooting off the hip of saying you do or you don't, it would be best for you to to properly consult with an attorney, attorney and at least then show them all the evidence, explain to them all the facts, and then be able to make an educated decision from that point. Okay. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you. All the very best, Fanny. And bye-bye thank you. for thank now. You. Thank you for such shows, man. Thank you. Thank you. Anytime. Anytime. Uh, that's the whole idea. Um, to have these conversations and try and figure out, uh, you know, solutions. Um, now, Ian, but just before I, I let you go, uh, key factors that we always need to keep in mind in case you find yourself in a situation where you are the defamed individual. Mm-hmm. Number one is what is the damage that those statements are having on your reputation and does it have an impact on your reputation? Are you suffering any loss? Is it actually costing you money? Is there any risk that's attributed to it? Because the problem comes is that not all comments and not all opinions are automatically defamatory. You can go ahead, it's just whether or not they're published in a way. That is defam- That is defamatory. Some people might think that my uh, that my submissions that what I'm saying about defamation is stupid. Is they could go ahead, they could say that we don't agree with you. That's not defamatory. They can go ahead and think and publish and say you, that lawyer doesn't know what the heck he's talking about. Is a moron and an idiot. That that is defamatory. So it all depends on the context that it is mentioned in. Well, I suppose that that's about wraps up our subject matter, talking about defamation. And to my guest, thank you so much for, for joining us this evening. At least I've learned something new there. And hopefully, you know, I'll keep my ears and my eyes on the ground because I've experienced something very precarious, but had no idea how to go about it to, you know, to sue someone for defamation. But Ian, thank you so much for joining us.
Um, Always speak before you stew. <laughs> I think I've got a, a voice note just um, just before I let you go because I will not be able to answer. Um, let's 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 hear this uh, this voice note. Hi, Sissy. Enokes, uh, it's going here from Devon. Uh, as much as I may not know the full context or the merit of Fanny's case, but from the presentation that Fanny gave. If the presentation that Fanny gave is a, a complete reflection of his current uh, situation, it will be that uh, he cannot file for a defamatory. He cannot file anything in terms of a defamatory, but he can use whatever that he know. He knows about this case as his uh, defense. Should then everything else after everything else is done, I'm not a lawyer, but as a forensic investigator, I do know for fact that it does have a case to hold on, but I doubt that it, it could be defamatory. Because if someone lies about you, it cannot entirely mean that someone is uh, being defamatory, someone is impeding on your character. Because that's what, in the nutshell, a defamatory is. That's interesting. Ian? Um, yes, I don't entirely agree with that, and that's the reason why I said I cannot give it, give legal advice on the radio. Absolutely. But the reality is, is if there are certain statements, for it to be defamatory, it needs to be published to third parties. And that is something that is raised when a person is contacting another one's employer or that, or, 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 or social circle publishing it. That is where the issue can, in actual fact, come. So that is why I'd suggest in a situation like that to properly go and consult with an attorney with all the facts rather than go ahead and, be, and comment on it blindly in terms of this. So, but I don't, I don't entirely agree with what the person has in actual fact said over that, over that voice note. And I would be very cautious when it comes with, with following advice like that. Mm. Well, um, thank you so much, Ian Ellis, a criminal lawyer, talking about defamation of character. And to you, Fanny, I think it will only be fair uh, consult with a professional, um, uh, you know, lawyer who who is uh, very well acquainted uh, with your case and so that you get uh, proper advice. But otherwise, uh, thank you for joining us on The Viewpoint. And if you missed the show, well, not much but a lot. I <laughs> spoke to David Dutoit, uh, Professor David Dutoit, sociology lecturer, University of Johannesburg, male domestic workers in South Africa was the subject. Also spoke about uh, AWFSA honors leadership excellence. Spoke to Audrey Motupi, who is a CEO, as well as our feel-good story, which I loved, uh, Oratile Sakele, and of course, Chief Executive Officer uh, Tswalanang Logistics, which she gave birth to. Dinaom Tangung is on Stand by with the news. Thanks to um, my producers, that's Lesejo, Amandla, and Phineas on technology. Uh, not technology, what do you call it? Yeah, that, uh, that bit. <laughs> He's laughing at me. <laughs>